This is Front and Center, broadcasting from the KSYM studios on the campus of San Antonio College. I'm Hot Mustard, joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Hot Mustard? I'm doing well. Doing great. Wonderful. Wonderful. I've I've been waiting for this program. It's been a lot of fun <laughs> with past presidents. And now here we are, our first sit down and program. And uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful series as we talk about many different things. I think so, too. It's going to be an opportunity for us to get to know one and one another, first of all. And then another one, it's going to be an opportunity for uh, us to tell our students our staff, and also the city of San Antonio, everything that the college has to offer. At the end of the day, we are about education and making sure that everyone has an opportunity to succeed in life. And that's what I'm here for, right? Um, Now, another thing that we're going to be able to do through this show is to bring news the things that are going on in the here and now in our world, and then what is the lens that we see it through when we put it through the lens of San Antonio College, right? It'll be very interesting to hear from our staff, our students, and again, from the people that listen to us every single day. It's important for me to, to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to understand what we do at SAC, but also for us to be able to put SAC on the map um, in terms of all the things that are taking place right now within the state, our county, and in our world. Front and center. How, how did you come up with the, the new name for the program? What were, we, what were you thinking about? Huh, that's an interesting question. Um, I actually thought of a lot of names. Um, One of the things that I wanted was something that would be easy for me to say over and over, right? Front and center, front and center. But I also wanted something that I could essentially translate uh, into Spanish, you know, al frente, en el centro, en el centro, al punto, right? So again, I wanted something that would be very easy for any of us to be able to say both in Spanish and in English. So so in Spanish, it would it would have been al punto or al grano, right? Uh, here is front and center, right? We are going to put it right there in front of you in the center of what we're going to talk about. And at the end of the day, it's going to be easy to say both in Spanish and English. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. The, so how long have you been in San Antonio? Have you been here prior to San Antonio? Well, I actually came to the city of San Antonio um, when I first um, came in for the interview. Um, Yes, yes. It took place, I believe, around the month of October. Uh, So that was my first time. 
and then after that, of course, I got the role uh, to lead the college, and, and, and now I have the opportunity to uh, reside in the city of San Antonio. I'm quite excited to be here, quite excited to be able to work with our students, our staff, and also, of course, our faculty. They are so important in the work that we're doing day in and day out for our students. Um, and uh, so basically, this is my very first time to live and work in the city of San Antonio. And how long have you been in the city of San Antonio, Hamaster? Huh, Lived here all my life. All and my that, life. And that and is, raised. And that is how, how many years? Ooh, uh, <laughs> 37. Okay. 37. Coming up on 38. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Great, great. And, and you're from Puerto Rico. I am. Yes, I am. And so how... Are you liking the Latin influences in San Antonio? Because it, it's it's where the Tex meets the Mex in food and culture and life. And how are you uh, liking it? I love it. I, as soon as I step off that plane and I landed and I walked on the streets of the city, I said, oh, my gosh, the diversity, the richness the music, the food, the people, the warmth, right? Everybody smiles. I don't know about about you, but when you're coming from the Northeast or from the Midwest, and then all of a sudden you land in San Antonio, everybody here smiles, whether they know you or not. And I just became in love with that. I, I became in love with the idea that, oh my gosh, I feel at home, right? Uh, of course, in, in, in Puerto Rico, we, we love to say hello. We love to welcome you in, right? We, we welcome you to, into our home, even if we don't know you. We welcome you into our home. You need food. We give you food. You need what? Uh, you know, any anything to drink. We'll give you uh, anything to drink. If you need space to to rest, we give you a space to rest. If you need the, if you need a, a shoulder to cry on, we give that. And that's something that I found here. Um, just how warm everyone was. Um, it truly made me feel that I was back home. Um, and what I also enjoy is the diversity of the people in the city, which is great. You don't get that everywhere, right? Oh, yeah. So so when you, for, for example, in my case, I came from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? And um, the feel just the, the feel, it was a different feel, right? I felt at home, um, uh, the skin tones, just to see brown, black, white, yellow. We're all here. Olive, exactly. Every, everyone is here and everyone lives as one. And that's what I loved about the city and also about the state of, te of Texas. Texas, I noticed, it is like its own, its own world, right? Yes. <laughs> the Lone Star State, is it? Yes. So tell me, tell me more about that. It is its own you know, country. We, I, it, we have great things in this state. And, and one of the things that you don't get anywhere else is it takes about a day to get out of here. <laughs> 
I'd 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 like to hear more about that. You know, because if you have to go like out of state and you're driving, it's going to take you minimum, minimum of like 10 hours to get out of here. From here, um, anywhere you go. So I... New Mexico, Arizona, if you have to drive out that way, half of your day, half of your trip is going to be going through West Texas. If you're going to Louisiana or Miami or anywhere out there, you're, you're going through Houston. Or if you're going north, you know, it's Dallas and all that traffic. But it's fun. It's fun here in Texas. Many different cultural influences and seeing neighborhoods change over time in the uh, in the city as well here in san antonio it's fantastic and the food is just great and i, I gotta ask you breakfast tacos wow breakfast tacos because and a lot of people here if yes. we go somewhere else it's it's culture shock because we're looking for breakfast it is but breakfast for shock. us is like you know bean and cheese <laughs> chorizo and egg Something like that, and and no, they they don't have that anywhere else, you know. So breakfast tacos, do you have a favorite? Wow, that is an excellent question. Um, I actually miss just having eggs that is not (laughs) wrapped up into a taco. Yes. (laughs) So everywhere I go, there is something wrapped up inside a taco, right? But that's that's fine. Um, What I have uh, enjoyed is um, having eggs. And I believe the one that I like the most as of now is chorizo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good. I, I, I like the spices in it. Uh, and uh, uh, it tastes great. So that with un poquito de café, with a cup <laughs> yeah. of coffee, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you? Um, What's your favorite? Potato, egg, bacon, and cheese. All of that wrapped up in All a taco. Of, yes. Wow. And, and with red salsa. Okay. I got, that's that's my go-to. Oh my gosh! But I, I rarely and, and I rare yes salsa. So green or red? Oh my gosh, the green. The green by far. Okay. It is spicy. <laughs> I know for you it may not be, but for me anything with spice is spicy, right? So I remember the first time I took it, I cried. <laughs> I cried and uh, and I said, okay, I actually like this though. You know, it was it was good. It just gave it a kick, right? Yeah. So uh, it was a delicious sauce uh, with the with the bre- with the breakfast. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And so being here at San Antonio College, I believe we're at. Are we still within the hundred days? We are. Days? We are within one hundred days still. Yes, sir. And so going around campus, and what I've noticed is you, you kind of went on a tour of the campus, stopping in different departments and different buildings throughout the campus. It's a pretty big campus, and it has that university feel, even though it is a, uh, a two-year college, a junior college, as they used to call them. Um, and so any interesting things you might have seen along the way? Are there any changes coming down? Yes, I have actually enjoyed um, getting to know our staff. And of course, I've enjoyed getting to know the students that we serve. 
That to me has been the most important part. Who do we serve? What are we here for? And going around and listening to our employees, which is very important. I want everyone that works at SAC to feel that they, it is important, that it is important the work that they do, that we value their work and we value their exper- their experiences. Hence the reason why I'm going from department to department to get to know our teams because they are important to the work that we're doing day in and day out. Now, in terms of what's to come, I will share more about that in our other shows, right? Because right now we're still doing our talking, and listening, and we are doing a lot of planning. But because we are in that stage, um, I'm not sure I can share anything right now until I am for sure that it is going to take place, right? So once that, ha- once that occurs, I will let you know, and, uh, and our, co- our college, our teams, they will know as well. To me, it's important that everyone that works at SAG, they get to hear it first from me, and then we'll come on the show and share it with our audience. Thank you, Hot Mustard. You're welcome. So, so I want to find out more about you. Okay. Okay. So from what I understand, you were a student at SAC. Yes. And Started here what in year was that? Fall of 07. In the fall of 2007. Yes. And, and you started here in the fall of 2007, and you studied what exactly? Uh, I signed up for radio, television, film. Huh. Uh, or, well, I believe it's broadcasting now, radio, television, broadcasting. Uh-huh. Um, and I was in the program a very good while, uh-huh. and uh, I, I was standing around one day. Uh-huh. as I always used to back then. And a professor approached me and said, hey, you know, you've been here a while. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at your your classes that you've taken and let's see if we can get you graduated. So I was like, okay. And I saw I was very close to graduating, closer than I had really anticipated. So um, at the time I, I had a car. I got rid of it. I gave, okay. it, I gave it back to my, my brother and because I, I realized I can work less mm-hmm. and do more school if I just took the bus. And so I did. And, uh, and then I started taking a bike. And it was great. Mm-hmm. So after that, I graduated in 2012, the first distinguished graduate of the radio television broadcasting program. And uh, stuck around a little bit after that. And then the old uh, KSYM GM, general manager, said, hey, you know, you should probably go get a bachelor's. <laughs> and he was a great mentor. Uh, so I, I followed his instructions. I went to A&M San Antonio, got my bachelor's, graduated in 2018 with it, um, a bachelor's of communications. And uh, I've been here ever since. I got hired on here in 2016, full time. And uh, I think that was a big step for the radio station. It was a big investment by the college to the radio station because we'd never had a full-time staff member before. And uh, I'd been here so long, they were like, well, this is kind of a good fit. And uh, I, I will be here until I I don't know when. <laughs> what a story. Wow. So you started at SAC? 
Started at SAC. And now you're working at SAC. Yeah. And, and, you know, you'll see that across the campus. Yes. Because students come through these programs and we just love it so much here. We don't want to leave. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And so I'm here. But that tells you the power of education. Yes. It changes lives. It changed your life. Saved my life. Mm. I, I will I will say I will even go a step further and say that and so uh, uh, I take a lot of pride in working here I like coming here I like interacting with the students every day is a new day with new challenges and students first mm-hmm. you know you have to show them the way mm-hmm. now let me let me ask you this you're telling me that an instructor mm-hmm he saw you and he asked you the question. He said, hey, you've been here on campus for quite some time now, yeah. right? And he took that, right? It took that one hum- human being to reach out to you and to ask you, what are going to be your goals? What are you going to do with your life? Come to my office. Let's chat and let's find out the courses you've taken. How many more you need to take to finish so we can get you to complete, Mm -hmm. right? So you completed your courses. But again, it took one human being to reach out to you on campus who saw you. They didn't look past you. They saw you. The person stopped and saw you. And that is exactly what our staff does day in and day out. We see the students that come through our doors and we see the potential that they bring with them. We know that our students have assets that our city and our county can use to continue to move our city and our county to greater heights. But again, It takes one of us to speak with them and reassure them that college is for them, that it is a possibility, that education is also for them, that it is that this place, that college, they belong here, right? And this is their rightful right to be here. It is their right to be here. And, and, and that's what I enjoy about the work that we do every single day. We get to know you. We see you. We connect with you. We identify what your skills are, what your goals are. And even if you don't have any goals, we find out more about you. And we begin to chart out alongside you a path to success. And that is exactly what took place in your life. And the fact that you actually had to make the decision to give your car away so that you could put more of your time and efforts on your books and your courses. And you studied, you kept at it, and you kept going, and you finished. Then you transferred and you got your BA. I mean, that to me is success. That to me is transformation. 
That to me says we took a person who had the potential and he actually was able to explore it and achieve it. When I first got here, yes. I, I didn't know about degrees. I didn't know about, you know, being here at the radio station. I didn't know what local music was. I I didn't know, but the college being here opened my eyes to new experiences, new ideas, new ideas about how life could be. Because some people, unfortunately, don't know that yet. They haven't experienced that yet. Uh, a lot of our first year students, you know, the first time in college, in the whole family. And it can be a, a, a break in, in this cycle because we just don't know. And if their, their parents didn't go to school, it could be life changing because the parents were focused on the child. And you want that. And it's important to do that. But also, they didn't have the tools to show, hey, this is possible. That's right. No one showed them. And so when we get students like that, and myself included, I, I'm, I am like wide awake now. Mm-hmm. And what we do here at SAC as well, when we have our student activity fee and we're able to send students on trips, that's important. Because they have to see other settings, other cultures, other cities, other people. And then that opens their eyes like, whoa, wait a minute. Corpus isn't the only city with a beach. You know, something like that. But you really have to open the eyes of the younger generations. And it's beautiful when you see it and you see their eyes widen and it just clicks. It's a magical moment. Ah, I remember when my eyes opened for the very first time, right? I remember when I walked um, to my room and my mom, she had the TV on and I saw a reporter. And she was from Puerto Rico, but she was all the way in Iraq. And she was reporting from Iraq. And I just, I was mesmerized. And I said, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just sell, I sell myself there. I sell myself there. I said, wait a second. I think I can do this. So I remember I would take my hairbrush. I would stand in front of, of uh, my, my sister. And I would uh, act as if I was a broadcaster, right? And, and, uh, and then after that, I found out that they offer this in college. I said, oh, my gosh, they offer broadcasting in college? You can actually go to college to study that? <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I knew for sure I was going to be a broadcaster for life. But then again, life happens, right? I got, yes. I studied, I, 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 be, I became a broadcaster, I worked for about five years, um, and, and I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. However, I became a mom, right? And I became a wife. And as you know, news happens every day, all the time. And when there is a story, you better leave your home and you have to go and cover it, right? So what I said to myself was, this is not the life that I want to continue on if I want to be 
a mom that is actually there for her kids. <laughs> so, of course, I went on and I got my, my master's and uh, I enjoy the fact that um, I explored another part of me that I didn't know I enjoyed so much. And that was to be able to counsel our students. And I got into the mental health field and I loved it. I loved it. And, uh, and that, of course, it gave me the opportunity to work and to also be a mom, right? To be home when I needed to be home and, and to go to work when I needed to go to work. Um, and and uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then, of course, the rest is history. The rest is history. Then I got my PhD and all of it in English, of course. Uh, um, I had to learn English from the ground up. Um, when I came to the U.S. from Puerto Rico at the age of, uh, I believe I came here at the age of 14. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, I remember I was in 10th grade and I had to learn English from the ground up. Wow. I was in ESL 1, 2, and 3, right? But of course, uh, when you speak a language that is not yours, you sometimes take time in your brain to translate it, right? So your brain is going through through a change that you don't see, but the person with that brain, you feel it, right? You know that your brain is translating immediately as you're thinking. You know that you got to spit out those words, and it has to be in the, syn- in the syntax that it needs to be, meaning the order, right? Mm-hmm. So for, for example, in Spanish, you say, the house of my mother. And in English, you say what? My mother's house. My mother's house, right? So, so again, the order, it, it changes, right? And that's something that I needed to get used to. And then, of course, I, we didn't have the internet and none of that, so I had a dictionary, Spanish English. And I'm telling you, I knew that baby from from top <laughs> to bottom, from A to Z. I had it next to me every single day. And he helped me to expand my knowledge of words and my understanding. So what I'm trying to say with all of this is that it's never too late to learn. It's never, yes, it might be hard, but it's not impossible. That's the reason why at SAC, we welcome our students at any point they are in their lives, right? Whether you are 18 or 45 or 85, we welcome you. That's the reason why I'm going to encourage you, if you're listening and you believe that going back to college at this point in your life might be a possibility and you just need someone to walk alongside you, call, dial 210-21-ALAMO. 210-21-ALAMO. And we will chat with you. We will walk the journey to success with you. Success, very important, because we're all about student success here at San Antonio College. One of the things that I tell students is, you know, because we get a lot of questions of, well, how come I have to take 
a history? How come I have to take a, a science? How come I have to take a math? It's because all of it is centered around you. And my theory is college helps you learn how you learn. Helps you figure out how you learn. And if you can walk away knowing how you learn, you're going to be fine. You're going to do great. We live in a wonderful age where the internet is 100% accessible. If I ever hear, how do I do this? I go, look it up. That's the first step. You have to initiate finding out on your own. That's how you first start helping yourself. And so by making that call, going online to get ready. I love what you just said. You have to help yourself. The resources are are there, but guess what? You have to own that first step. You got to own it. You pick up that call, that phone, and you make that call, right? And again, it's a matter of choice. We have a choice. We have a choice to believe that, yes, I can or no, I cannot. And, And it is that choice that we have to actually change the course of our lives. The decision that you made, right, to give your car away, to use the bike, to take the bus, to stay in college, to listen, to allow yourself to be led, right, and advised and taught. That's important. Pride will take you away from your goals. I always say, when someone achieves a peak, right, there is always someone else that had to help them from the top that extended their arm and brought them up. And then there is something from the bottom. There is another person from the bottom that pushed you up. Right. So, again, we never go it alone in life. Never. If you believe that you have everything that you've got because you are smart and you are this and you are that and you made it. Yeah, that's great. But now that you're there, now that you're at the top, it is then your responsibility to look at those around you and identify those that you can help and extend your arm and bring them to the top with you. Provide the resources, ensure they have the information that they need. I'm not saying you're gonna make the decision for them, but what I'm saying is, it is our responsibility as part of the community in which we live in to help each other, to see each other, and to ensure everyone has an opportunity to succeed. This is all about opportunities for all. Opportunities for all are available at SAC. They are available. It's just a matter of making that call, and it's just a matter of making the decision to pursue your dreams. This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.